Uh, you're listening to Karen accentuating the positive on FM 99.3. Good morning. How are you going? And I'm speaking to Stu Robertson from Queenstown, New Zealand. He's a photographer and he's currently in the middle of his project, Peace in 10,000 Hands. How are you, Stu? Good morning. Hi, good morning. Great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for coming on. Tell us all about your project, Peace in 10,000 Hands. Well, I'm photographing a single white rose, which is an ancient symbol of peace in the hands of 10,000 people from every country on the planet. And when did you start the project? I started about 18 months ago. I sort of had this feeling that art is intimately entwined with the human condition and it has the power to challenge and inspire. And using an ancient symbol of peace in the hands of people from every walk of life, every culture, every country on the planet, I'm hoping will inspire a conversation for peace globally. Absolutely. And Stu, how did you get it all started? So I didn't have a camera that would work adequately at the time or a white rose. So I had to go and get a camera and I had to go and get a white rose. And then I pretty much took off to India for two months straight away just threw myself into the deep end after a, another trip overseas just to work out what how the equipment worked because it is an art project so it's just not about taking pictures of people or selfie like images you know the, the idea is to create 10,000 beautiful pieces of artwork and we have galleries uh, permanently set up in Auckland and Queenstown and we've had half a dozen exhibitions in the last 12 months um, with many of the um, series of works selling out so that's sort of the was the final testament really to what we were doing was that people would buy it. And that's happening? People are buying it? Yeah, people are buying it. I and mean, that's how we fund the project. So we essentially sold our house. We put the money in to fund the project to start it. You know what it's like funding art projects. People don't exactly throw money at you. And uh, so we uh, proof of concept has really, has really come full circle. And now in addition to selling the artworks and funding the journey as we go, we have people that have contributed through a crowdfunding campaign that we did. And we also have other contributors helping us out, which is fantastic. I love people with a brilliant idea that that do it towards a goal. I was speaking to Ben Harrington from Peace One Day in the UK recently, and he was saying, it really doesn't matter what you do in life, but just do it for peace, you know, like like do your art for peace or do your music for peace. Yeah. And, and he says that when, once you attach a meaning and a goal that's going to make a difference in the world to whatever it is you're doing, it changes your life. Have you found that that's happened for you as well? Well, I find myself in situations with gang members in various countries that I would never associate with, with enslaved workers, people living in desert situations, people under extreme hardship, A-list celebrities in Hollywood, the Dalai Lama. You know, I mean, there really has been a groundswell behind this project that I'm working on, but I think that's really indicative of the world is really ready for a conversation for peace. You know, in the late 60s, there seemed to be the real hope for peace, you know, Yoko and John leading the way and imagine peace and, and people thought that, that there was a real chance and then, you know, the symbols of peace were vilified, the people who wanted peace were radicalised and put into boxes of hippie or, you know, whatever and um, it sort of basically has kind of, it's bubbled along but it hasn't really been in the forefront of people's minds and there's a whole lot of people that are really pushing around the world to really invigorate this conversation. And the more people that can get in behind it and do whatever it is that they're doing, the more that the collective conscience of the planet will start to steer towards this being the only way, the only option. You know, we're not going to fight our way to peace. It's not an option. The only way forward is through peace. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. So who has been your favourite? What subjects have been your favourite so far? You know, I do get asked this question. I find it very compromising because I, I feel there's a little piece of my heart and soul in every single image that I make. And when they go to people, I, I, although I'm very proud, I also get a bit upset. So I feel very hard picking. But the situations that you remember the most are the situations that are most make you like a fish out of water and challenge you and through it's not so much the photography but it's the conversation that we have with these people and the people that we meet mm. and how some people genuinely desperately to the point of crying in front of the camera want to have this conversation about peace it's very it's it's visceral it's in the human condition and for them to be involved in this project leads us to conversation so some people we spend a lot of time with so it's it's I look back and I reflect on the images but it's it's the moments and conversations that I've had along the journey that are really I guess the most memorable part mm. you know one of the questions that we ask everybody five questions when we photograph them and the last question that we ask them is what does peace mean to you mm -hmm. and when we started this journey that was one of the things that we wanted to know and and you know the absence of war lack of violence you know food and a safe home for children you know I mean all of the obvious things you kind of think Along the journey, really, the, by far the vast majority, well over three quarters of everybody says that peace starts within, peace for the world starts from within. And if you're a peaceful and loving person, then you won't, you know, raise your gun to, and, you know, and shoot in, in someone else's direction. You know, if you look at the, the meaning of the word namaste, it really sort of comes down to that, I guess. And so that's sort of been the most humbling part of this journey is to, to have this global think tank of 10,000 people saying what they think peace means to them. That's been curated into the final exhibition. Mm. It's interesting because well. we've been running that campaign here in Sydney as well, asking people yeah. what does peace mean to you to raise awareness for International Peace Day. And everywhere I go, I say to people, what does peace mean to you? And what I love about it is the variety and the diversity in the answering of that question and that it is so diverse and, and the meaning is so different to everyone. Some people think on a global scale, some people think very personally. It's really interesting. Mm. Stu, what does peace mean to you? What does peace mean to me? Well, I'm exactly the same really in terms of what I just said. Peace starts from within, you know, and if you're happy and peaceful and calm, then it's easy for you to act that way to other people. You know, if you're not in a distressed state, looking for water, looking for food, having a very unhappy, threatening life at home. And I think, you know, we've got a real opportunity for the next generation to try and create an effect there that's positive for them. But we need to start sooner rather than later. That's my feeling. You're listening to Karen. I've been chatting with Stu Robertson, a beautiful photographer and artist from Queenstown, New Zealand, and his project is Peace in 10,000 Hands. It's absolutely beautiful. Check it out, peacein10,000hands.com. He will also be exhibiting at Sydney Peace Day Festival. Stay tuned for more on FM 99.3.